On this, our 74th episode of the Good Morning and Guys. Good morning and guys? Oh, wow. Jeez. going to be a good one. <laughs> good morning, guys podcast. Thank you so much for joining us on this fine morning, afternoon, evening, or night as we discuss the game of life amidst the other games we love to watch and play. I'm one of your hosts, the Brazilian Mountaineer and Transition Ninja. Not so much the speaking ninja, Lucas Ham Swisher. Also with me, the judge, jury, and executioner of fake news and spoilers, Patrick Novacell. Good morning, and guys, to you. Mm-hmm. Next to him, the volleyball beast in the East who can make you laugh in three words or less, Ronnie Johantis. Hi. And finally, our final member of the GMG Quadfecta, who's got music in his heart, Doctor Who, on his brain, and La Coretta in his old stomacho, Mark Boucher. Good morning and or, guys. Mm-hmm. It is great to be with you, fellas. Good morning or, Fantastic time. <laughs> yep. Good, a good time to be on the Good Morning or, guys podcast. To start things out, we are going to jump right into GMG Community Cornery, brought to you by me. <laughs> Where that came from? I, I just went say, with we it. We got a sponsor. All right. We need yep. to totally get some no. music for that, by the way, Pat. We need to talk to your brother. Yeah. On it. I, I agree. And please make sure, if he could just take my little jingle and just put some mad beats to it, like maybe some some uh, electric we need to, I'm music. just thinking like uh, like at the end of a rainbow, all of a sudden you hear like, bling. We need to gather yeah, like up a couple of the, of the show things and get him to do all of them. Okay. Yes. Like bamboozled? Yep. That'd be Ooh. sweet. Oh, yeah. We need some, mm-hmm. we need some bamboozled. We need a little Mark's music thing. That'd be sweet. Indeed. Yeah. Indeed. That needs to be all like, bam, 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 bam. Mark's music. Playlist now. Yeah. Now, now, now. <laughs> Actually, this uh, section of GMG Community Cornery is brought to us by Apple Music and apparently Podchaser, where you can rate and review us, just like Corey Fouch-Smith did, and we had no idea he did it. <laughs> did he get married? But we're going to read... <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> or maybe he already was. Uh, I almost said someone else's name. Corey had this to say. He said, if you're looking for a genuine and positive podcast, then this is for you. Lucas, Mark, Patrick, and Ronnie cover their weeks from real life happenings to the movies and games that they watched and played. Along with a particular topic each week and an amazing little Discord family. This makes for a wonderful show to listen to in order to get your good morning on. Five stars. Woo. Nice. Thanks, Corey. Thank you, Corey. You're the man. And congratulations. Have we got any that weren't five stars? What is it? Have we got any that weren't five stars? Not yet. Knocking on wood. I feel like if we get one, we need to reach out and see what we can do. (laughs) I'll be at their house the next day after they leave the review. I'll be like, hey, what else could we have done, you know? Yeah. What did we do? How can we bump that up to five stars? 
we could convince them to change it because I know that at least with Apple, a lot of the times they'll have you re-review stuff and they'll just keep bugging you. Hey, do you want to review and rate this app? And I'm like, I've already done it. I've already done it. Leave me alone. So the last thing they could do is once you finally review and get rid of the hassle of them reminding you to review is remind you to review again after you've already reviewed. It's a never ending cycle. You can't even get out of it. That hurt my head. (laughs) It's a logic vacuum. There's no escape. It is. Uh, Zach Ald also reviewed us, but I think he double dipped because he had reviewed us on Apple Podcasts and Podchaser. So thank you very much, Zach, for that. Because that means 10 stars. Zach gave us 10 out of 5 stars. Thank you very much. Your check is in the mail, Zachary. I like that ratio. (laughs) I know, right? Uh, This segment is also brought to you by Discord, which you can join for free from the show notes link or on our Twitter page somewhere at the GMG podcast. Uh, All right, fellas. We are uh, in this GMG cornery going to be updating our New Year's resolutions, because it's been one month. We're into the new year. It is February. I thought it would be timely of us to give a little early update on how things are going, because accountability is important in such things. And given how early it is, whether you have a good or bad update, we can celebrate or help each other get back on track. Just so you guys know, I've been randomly losing my voice for like usually like 10 to 15 minutes at a time. So if I don't talk this entire segment, that's why. Interesting. Mm. (laughs) Okay. Yeah, we'll see about that. Well, to get you warmed up so you can be thinking about your New Year's update, some of our joiners have an update on their New Year's resolution, starting with Arctic Warlocks. He said, I made no real resolutions this year. So there you go, Ronnie. You're not alone. Just to steadying the course, keep it balanced and maintain my weight. I packed a lunch today with spinach, blueberries, pretzels, and a banana. Pretzels. Hmm. Okay. Uh, I never like pretzels. I mean, I like pretzels, but I like to put like cream cheese and bacon. <laughs> you mean you like something to cover up the it. actual pretzel? That's what I, I do that too. <laughs> Correct. I like yes. <laughs> That's exactly right. Uh, he said, I had to because dot, 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 after what I ate yesterday or the other day for the Super Bowl, B dubs wings, their buffalo chips with cheese, Doritos, and ice cream. See? balanced yep <laughs> it's all balanced out i thought he was gonna say he lost you like keep... another 300 pounds and just like <laughs> yep. dissolves like thanos <laughs> <laughs> nothing left as all things quite should the be. sight <laughs> as all yep. things should be. <laughs> tim pollen said i have beaten three out of 20 games good job timmy nice last nice. way and i had last way and i had i lost three pounds and that was right after vacation after yesterday, I'm afraid to get on the scale. LOL. Yeah. It's definitely not a good I- idea to weigh yourself after the Super Bowl. Uh, Isaac Alistic said, I finished two games. Honestly, Xbox Game Pass is going to be my motivation to finish a bunch of games. So uh, many great options. There you go. Nice. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Game Pass is awesome. Yeah, it really is. A good, good deal. Uh, last one is Barnaby Butterteeth. I'm down six pounds this year. Still working on that extra Ooh, weight I gained. Nice. Yeah, that's a good, that's a good start that's to the year. One I month. Think. That's it. It's a good month. Yeah. Uh, my overall goal is to be a better me, healthier, wiser, nicer, 
I'm down two books and working on trying new things, being more outspoken, getting more involved at work, volunteering, and overall being less cranky. Money-wise, I'm looking into no new games, but in reality, I have at least two in my sight. I'm cooking more at home and participating with the upkeep of the house without getting asked to. One month down, a lifetime to go. I like where your head's at, Barnaby. Keep it up, buddy. He's uh, he's holding down the fort on the accountability page. Uh, every other day, I think, he puts down his workout and makes me feel fatter every time he puts that up there. So good work, Barnaby. <laughs> nice. Nice the, work, brother. You the man. All right. So uh, let's uh, just do a quick review of our resolutions, where we're sitting. Let's start with Mark. You wanted to read the Bible in a year. How's it going so far? I am on track. Yeah. Nice. I think I am on, currently it. on, was it day 34? I think it is now. Um, yep. And That math adds up pretty much. Unfortunately, like sometimes I, I, it's it's set up to where like you can, you, it's day to day kind of thing. Like it gives you a certain amount of. Bible readings to do per day, and sometimes I get a little behind. Right. Um, yep. But I catch up, so uh, I am on track right now. Um, now, is this the the deepest into the year you've gotten when you've made a commitment to read the Bible? Yeah. Yeah, I would Look say so. You. Yeah. Now, very nice. Um, Good work. Uh, the other resolution that I made. Yep. Which uh, was to play, I think more than five games, twenty in twenty twenty yep, five or, or more twenty twenty games. games. Um, unfortunately, I have not gotten started on that yet because there really hasn't been much to uh, yeah. come out. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's what I was thinking. Stuff. I was like, has anything been coming out? <laughs> well, since you know we had the delay, Mageddon happen, everything just kind of got pushed towards the latter part of the year. Um, right. Yeah, that's true. Um, so I don't even know what the first game that I really want to play of 20, I can't remember what it is now. Um, was it Final Fantasy seven? You want to play that one? I've considered playing that. Um, generally like the fact that it's not, there's an option for not playing turn-based kind of like gives me that like, okay, maybe I could get into this cause I, I tried, turn-based rpgs um i think the one i only really got into was final fantasy 9 but generally other than that like i it's just not my thing um gotcha but i'd be willing to give it a try for sure Um, i agree with that about turn-based games the only one i ever really like loved um is i don't remember i don't recall which lord of the rings game it was but it was turn-based and it was actually a really good game yeah sweet Hmm. I'm trying to think of which game that is. Uh, there was one. There was one before it, which was like open world kind of, just like slashing game. Mm-hmm. And then I bought the next one, and it was turn based, but it was it was really cool, and I can't recall the exact title. Hmm. That's cool. Yeah, I like the turn based games, but uh, you know, it you have to be in the mood for it because sometimes it can be a little slow. But I like the kind of planning out what you're going to do next, and uh, kind of. I don't know. It's it's something the strategy of it. I I enjoy it, but I can see why people wouldn't like it because it is very much more laid back. Yeah. 
Video but, games are just time. Yep. It's just time to slash, man. When I get on video games, pretty much. You just gotta just hit those buttons. Yep. But have you, Mark? Have you watched The Godfather yet? I have not. I have not yet. That's all right. You got eleven more months to do it. So yeah, definitely. Just a refresher. Mm-hmm. Very good. But Ronnie, how about you? Yeah, no, you're, and I don't even, I wouldn't even consider the the five 2020 games. Like you said, there's been, I, I don't think there's really been anything worth playing at this point. Right. Yeah. So, Ronnie, you're supposed to beat a game with Patrick. Have you done that yet? Are you working on it? Are you guys, I know you guys are working on World War Z. Does that yeah, have a campaign we, to it? Yeah, it is. Uh, it is a campaign. Uh, we actually played last night. Um, me... Pat and Bangleman, um, and we beat Bangleman. I think we beat Hi, Eric. Like one of the whole areas. Um, it's funny in that game. Like Mark, you've played it with us before. It's one of those games where if you just kind of go in like loud and you know you just like are tearing everybody up, trying to shoot everything, you will absolutely get dismantled. Like it yeah. will, they will overrun you, so you cannot go in and just like start shooting everybody. Yeah, you got to be strategic about it. We got through the whole level last night, probably like, and it was probably, I went 30 minutes without firing a shot because I did not have a silenced weapon. And Pat and Eric were just in the front with their silenced weapons, just like, like taking guys out silently. And I was just behind, like, just looking behind us, like, yep. If anybody, you, if anybody runs them on up on the back. Me, I, Good job, buddy. Good job, guys. <laughs> Good job. Keep if it anybody up. runs up Keep on me, up. I'm going to fire this <laughs> cannon that I have here. <laughs> it's going to be rough. But uh, no, I we went through like almost the whole level until we got to like the rush, the rushing parts where it's like this door will open, but only in two minutes, and like they just just rush. I mean, oh yeah, and then they come uh, after. That you. was the only time I like started to actually fire. So the funny thing was in the last game, the huge rush at the end, we got to basically like defend this helicopter with like survivors on it, and I got up on like one of those like chain guns that we set up. And I ended up with, like, the most kills. Like, during that last one, I was just tearing everybody down. I also had a big, heavy shotgun on my back. Mm. Nice. But yeah. we are working and on then, that one. Uh, I, I do want to beat that. It's a fun game. Yeah, that'll be a good one, for sure. How about the Marvel movies? You got six left. Um, Been watching any? I'm trying to think if I've Thinking watched about it in the last month. Um, I actually don't think I have watched Did- any of those yet. I got a little sidetracked with things. Yeah, nothing important's happened in your life, really. So you know. Yeah, yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's true. I did get side. Yeah. I get, did get sidetracked by the uh, marriage proposal, and uh, also yeah. did look it up. And affianced is a thing. That means you are engaged. You are affianced. Did not know um, that. Ah, uh, and lately I've been extremely <laughs> sidetracked with a new show that I've been watching. Which is not mm. a new show. It is the Blacklist. Oh, okay, nice. And All it right. is awesome. Have you guys watched that already? How far Heard are you things. into that? Uh, I am. I'm about probably five or six episodes into season two. Oh, okay. So right. yeah, it's uh, there's still like a lot of questions that are unanswered, but like the show itself, like it's pretty legit. Like there are some things that I found like in the in the second half of like season two where it's like. All right, like that's getting a little, maybe a little repetitive. How they're doing this, like the one I just, I actually watched one before I uh, came up to do the podcast, but um, it was 
<laughs> like they wrecked, they got into a car, somebody shot their tire out and they wrecked. And I was like, man, they get into a wreck every single episode. <laughs> 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 they would get out and they're all bruised and battered, you know? Um, but it is a really good show. Uh, the character Raymond Reddington in that show uh, is fantastic. Like that's the reason the show is good. Like he's really good. Um, I can't recall the actors yeah. name now. Uh, but just that like, yeah, yeah, just that really yes. like extremely intelligent. Like everybody's always basically like he's like a puppet master. Everybody's always doing what he wants them to do. He outsmarts everybody. Like it's just a really cool character. Um, so it's got me totally like into that show. I'm gonna keep watching until I flame out. Hopefully that's at the end, not season three or yeah, four. Yeah, once it's over. Because I am a quitter. I have learned that. <laughs> Superman can attest to that. Yes. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly right. I will. Uh, I All will right. watch that if Lucas flies in from Brazil and watches it with me. That's when I'll watch the rest of Superman. Oh snap! <laughs> You're gonna go that direction. All right. Yeah. Fair enough. It's all on you now. Yeah. Oh great. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks. I'm not falling for that, young man. We're gonna find some way. <laughs> Speaking man, of finding man. a way, Patrick, you have one as one of your. Uh, New Year's resolutions to trick Ronnie into watching Superman. And I think we're all going to help you work on that. Wink, wink. He just started. Yes. When he said that. I, uh, <laughs> I need to get that Superman DVD back first so I can snip one minute uh, clips for 40, uh, 45 of them so he can watch the last 45 minutes of it. He could probably easily uh, pirate I, that video on the internet because it's like 70 years old. I tried. Years I tried to go that route, and I am really have been and unsuccessful so far. Wow! That's because nobody really? liked it. Nobody posted it. <laughs> <laughs> no one's always looking it. to jab at poor Superman. Like I'll get no yeah. hits. I'll get no Superman. hits on this. I'm not about to put that up. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we're still working on that. How about playing Witcher Three, Final Fantasy Fifteen? No, I have not Any started those? those yet. Um, I got sidetracked uh, with uh, Apex Legends game. and some other games, but uh, I've been playing a lot of uh, the Mario games with Clark. Um, that's right, which that's, that, leads into that was one the, of my other resolutions is to beat one. twelve games with him. And uh, we, but we've we've gotten through Super Mario Brothers this past week. We beat Super Mar- Super Luigi Brothers, nice. which was. Yeah. Which is harder than the Mario Brothers uh, one. It's uh, it plays totally different. I don't know if you remember uh, Super Mario Brothers two, where Luigi would jump in the air and he kind of like hovered, but his legs were like he flailing around. Oh yeah, yeah. That's that's the way it is in the Super Luigi Brothers. You kind of like hover a little bit, uh, which totally throws you off after you're playing twenty hours of Mario, and then all of a sudden Do you, you automatically go to, hover. Yeah, if you if you hold in the button, he'll like he'll like start jumping. Like, uh, you know when you're like Yoshi, yeah, and it's kind of like that. Yeah, yeah. Which in Mario, you're always holding down like the sprint button, like at all oh, times. Always, yeah, you never yeah, let that one always. go. Always. Yeah, it took uh, Clark about uh, uh, twenty hours to figure that out. <laughs> <laughs> and you were probably I kept waiting on him, Hold this in. Hold this in. He's like, I don't know how. And then he finally figured it out after we beat Super Mario. He would take his left hand and cross it over and hold down the the speed button and be like, he okay, Dad, do now that what? Anymore. He's 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 getting no? better. 
He's getting, getting there, better. nice. Yeah, yeah. Glad so, to hear uh, it. so we beat, so we beat that, and then um, he's been saving up for he uh, for a Nintendo Switch, and we ended up getting one for him for Christmas. So he has all this money in his piggy bank, and he decided that he wanted to get Super Mario Maker two Ooh, for the Switch. Okay. So um, I don't know if you've if you've heard about this game or played any of the Super Mario Makers, but it's basically you can make levels and you can play yep. other people's levels yeah. that have either shared them or uploaded them to whatever site or cloud that they have going on with Mario Maker. So there's like endless amounts of level uh, levels. Um, yep. I don't know what the goal is with this game. Um, there's, there's multiple modes. Uh, so I don't know how... I'm going to define beating this game. (laughs) 1,000 levels. 1,000 levels, Patrick. 1,000? I don't know. I wonder if they keep track of them. (laughs) I'm just kidding. I'm sure there's a ton of there, though. I don't know. I haven't seen it. I think we've done 83 levels so far. (laughs) Dude, I'll have to send you... um, I'll have to send you... Because Awesome Games Done Quick, the whole speedrunning community, there's a whole segment that does mario maker specifically mario maker uh levels that are absolutely ridiculous and super intricate yeah and they speed run these levels and they actually do speed running races with those levels so i'll have to send you the videos i've seen one video of like these rotating fire clock yeah oh yeah whatever I've seen that one, and I'm like, that "What in the crazy. world? How is that even possible?" I can't even get Clark to jump over a ledge to the next. <laughs> <laughs> There's no way I can play those ones. Um, but it was cool. We, we, tonight we uh, we played a couple levels uh, that other people had created, and um, it was just kind of cool. I don't I don't know who who created these. If these were like. Uh, six-year-olds from japan you know or around the world because some of them are in a different language so that's yeah. i'm assuming it's from all over um which is kind of kind of fun to, to to play another another person's level or another kid's level and enjoy it you know right so so we're working on that very cool very good well it sounds like you're heading in the right direction with the yeah. uh resolutions yeah um for me, I needed to finish reading and listening to the Bible in Portuguese. I am about 22 days left, uh, 22 days away, about 94% of the way through. So I should finish that by the middle, towards the end of February. And then I'll move on to reading the Bible in English. Uh, journaling, I wanted to do 80%. And I've done about 20 days so far at about 60%. Uh, but I had a long vacation where I didn't do any journaling whatsoever. I was just a big lazy bum. Um, <laughs> but we'll get there one way or the other. Yeah. Uh, then I then I have the goal of playing through... Uh, I went back and forth between 45 and 50 games, but I, I didn't... I wanted to end in a zero, so I'm going with 50 games, even though it's probably crazy. Uh, I've finished three so far. Woo! Woohoo! Yeah, getting there. So at this rate, I'm going to finish uh, 36 games i think that's how math works and i'll fall short but it's fine we'll see what happens the other one that's not looking good is i said i would platinum 25 games and so far i have platinumed 
zero games. Mm. So, Heyo. Heyo. Looks like uh, I'm going to. How's that Star Wall? Oh, my goodness. I actually, that's one of the games I finished because I played through all the challenges. And let me tell you, there were a few challenges. My little Star Wall, Narwhal, freaking wormy thing was just not listening to me. And I was by myself screaming at the television. Just poke the heart, you stupid narwhal. There's these challenges where you have to poke all these hearts that are just scattered throughout. And it just the little thing is just, he won't go straight like you think he should. He's just like, oh. I bet you, that game is like riding a bull, man. Oh. You just get on for eight seconds it's, and it flings you around. It's, well, it's like a bull that you injected fireball into its veins. <laughs> I bet you you didn't go into 2020 thinking you were going to make a sentence like that. Just poke it in the heart, you <laughs> stupid narwhal. It's like that's a correct. With a I never thought I'd say that. Yep, in its veins. So, so it's like Patrick so, in a card game. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> I was like Patrick. Go over. Actually, I renamed the narwhals Patrick. So when I yell at the TV, I'm like Patrick. No, le- left, left, Patrick. What are you no. doing? No, no, <laughs> stop it. <laughs> it's it's yeah. your turn. So Patrick. it's like that same night. Your night's. turn now. Yeah, yeah. your your that's, turn. Uh, that's part you of go. the course. Yep. Yep. Pretty much. Uh, the other one I had was twitching two times a week, and I twitched I think for nine or ten days in January. So that's about two, three times a week. So I'll take All it. Right. Nice. And, and then I also wanted to watch Ready to Rumble, but I haven't gotten there yet. I will someday. Ooh. Got eleven months classic. with the movie ones, but I'll I will have a review for you when I watch Ready to Rumble. So, moving on to what's been going on recently, the Super Bowl happened, and the Chiefs, the Kansas City Chiefs of Kansas, just kidding, of Missouri, won the Super Bowl, and I got to experience it vicariously through all of you on Twitter, because I did not watch it. So, I'm sure some of you guys watched it. Was it any good? Pat Mahomes, the quarterback for the Kansas City Chiefs, uh, was the uh, only quarterback uh, to win when he was down by 10 or more points in each of the games that he played, So, which was crazy. Yeah. He's like the youngest uh, MVP, the third youngest Super Bowl MVP, the youngest quarterback MVP. It's, it, uh, it, was, it was awesome to watch. Um, you know, they were, they were down, what, by uh, 10 points, nine minutes to go in the game, and then they just come back and – and score three straight touchdowns to close it out. It was, I like. It was a good game. I liked it. It was. It was fun. I, I had. I had no dog in the fight, so I was just you know watching yeah. it with my dad. You know, um, but it was. It was good. It was. A, it was a defensive battle for the first three quarters, I guess, and then, and then San Francisco just fell apart in the fourth quarter. Mm. Yeah, I didn't watch that much of it. I uh, I watched like most of the first half i would say and then the second half we end up leaving um since the super bowl still happens on sunday which is ridiculous because everybody has to work on monday but uh we ended up leaving and i honestly like i didn't care enough actually to turn it back on um i've always really liked football but these past couple of years it's been i pay attention for fantasy football purposes only (laughs) so yeah and that probably has something to do with the Bengals being absolutely terrible for a really long time (laughs) <laughs> that'll do it to you that will do it for sure yep yeah i have absolutely 
nothing to say on this topic because I did not watch the Super Bowl. Um, didn't watch it live. I watched any. I watched like some of the commercials, but when they put it on YouTube later, so as a compilation, the Smat Pack, the Smat Pack. See, those are my people right there. That's that's incredible. <laughs> and all all three of those people, well, in, and all the extra people, but like Chris Evans, Rachel Dratch, and uh, John Krasinski, they're all actually from Massachusetts. So that's their legitimate accents. Um, he's like, I packed it, and then I unpacked it. You unpacked it? <laughs> How'd you unpack it? Yeah, I used the clicker, and I just, I just, I, I packed it. He's like, sorry, your bigness. <laughs> come on, come on. Quit, quit being a smarty pants, Evans. <laughs> but yeah. So, Mark, in, in, instead of watching the Super Bowl, what did you do? Uh, with your time, I think, I think Sunday night I did. I play Horizon Zero Dawn. Yeah, I think I did. That's that's what you posted. I was leading you right in, brother. That's right. I couldn't remember if it <laughs> what was What did Sunday I do? Monday. I don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, I, I did jump into Horizon Zero Dawn. Um, Got back on the saddle. Yep. Uh, booted that up Sunday night. Uh, started playing through that. Um, I think I'm like about an hour and a half in, maybe. Um, and I'm not going to lie, like the first... Uh, the first night I played, I was very much blah to it. Like, I was like, I'm not invested yet. Not interested. Yeah. And I think part of it might have been just because, like, that I had actually played the game a long time ago. Like, around when it first came out. And uh-huh. um, only got to a certain point. I think I red boxed it. And, and so, I think what I was playing through was what I had already played, obviously. Um so it was just like, oh, okay, yep, uh-huh, just got to go through this, got to go through that. Um, but then once I got to, um, I guess, spoilers for a two-year-old game, um, two, three-year-old game. Here it comes. Um, warning, warning, the, spoilers, yes. warning, warning. <laughs> you, you will want to fast forward if you don't want spoilers for Horizon Zero Dawn. Oh, I'm just at the part with the proving basically um oh it's ruined I've, you've ruined the game for everyone oh yes I've, oh god now they know there's approving <laughs> <laughs> i've played the proving and now i've moved past that part and all the things associated with that so i won't go in yeah. heavy into details but um cool just now getting past that and i'm, I'm starting to get interested in it um so uh, i'm definitely going to keep keep on playing it um but uh, it's a beautiful game, um, you know. Even it came out in what twenty seventeen. Uh, yeah, I believe so. Yeah, that sounds right. Um, you know, even looking at it just a few years later, like it's 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 a very beautiful game. They did a great job. Um, the only thing that sort of bothers me is I've always had a problem with with Eloy's um, like her younger version. Like I don't, mm-hmm. I don't know what it is about her face. Um, it, I don't know. It's just weird. <laughs> her face. It's just weird to me. It's a weird, <laughs> stupid face. Why didn't you like the game? Her face. <laughs> I didn't like her. I was so I was totally invested face. in the game, but her face. Good night. Um, 
I'm just glad that, you know, you're not playing with that face most of the game. Um, <laughs> That'd be a different game. Pros, the game is beautiful. Cons, her face. Her face. Should have made it a first person game, <laughs> FPS. Um, but I was trying to put my finger on, like, why it was bothering me. And I think it's because the young version of Eloy... Uh, her face reminds me of one of the characters in um, the Polar Express. Oh no, like that annoying kid. Yes. <laughs> oh, that. Yeah, <laughs> I know exactly who you're talking about. Um, Ugh, I hate that movie because of his face and his voice. Um, I feel you. I feel you on that. But. Uh, but yeah, other than that, I mean the game's the game's great so far, but it's gonna sit for just a moment because your boy's playing some Apex Season Four. What? I am shocked right now. I know playing some <laughs> Apex. What's Apex? Oh, unbelievable. What? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Please tell us. <laughs> Give us spoilers. <laughs> you shoot people in the face. You do. You do many times. <laughs> Yeah, um, but yeah. So uh, as of this day of recording, uh, Apex Season Four has come out today. Um, I have played a little bit of it. Um, Pat and I are gonna play a little bit after we record. Um, and I've been excellent, <laughs> excellent. Um, yes, but uh, I'm I'm super excited <laughs> it. for it. Um, and like all the all the new uh, skins you can you can put on the characters and and Revenant looks incredible. Um, you know, Mark, real quick, after you've spent a couple minutes talking about Aloy's face, when you then talk about putting skins on people, it kind of creeps me out. <laughs> <laughs> they have new skins you can put on them. Put the lotion on, on their skin. face. <laughs> <laughs> you may continue. But, uh, yeah, I got to play a little bit of it earlier, and uh, I'm super excited for it. Um, Excited for a new battle pass to start. Um, Now, you can play as Revenant? Yes. The uh, sadistic, creepy, stabby guy that likes to uh, destroy the world? Sure can. Well, he's technically not the one that destroyed the world. He He just likes to kill people, that's all. Oh, okay. Fair enough. Way better. I stand corrected. Yeah, for sure. But yeah, he's got a he's got an awesome skill set um, that you know I haven't really gotten to play a whole lot of him because of course everybody and their mother is trying to play as Revenant. Um, so you know I get teamed up with randos. So anytime I try to go play, most times somebody has already picked Revenant before I can actually pick them. Um, but um, yeah, what I've played so far. Um, has been has been a lot of fun. Um, got a second place uh, win. I'm uh, not win, but um, got in second place. First loser. You got yeah. the first loser place. <laughs> Which unfortunately you're not first, you're last. <laughs> <laughs> Which unfortunately I have gotten super used to second place lately. Because uh-huh. <laughs> Pat and I, me, you, and uh, Sheldor. 
what do we get? Like eight second place finishes? Yep. Or 11 or 80. Can't remember. <laughs> Too many. Too many. But um, hopefully that'll change tonight. Um, but definitely uh, excited to play that. Um, I do have one important update to make. And uh, mm-hmm. the other three gentlemen do not know about this. And and Patrick Ooh, is surprises. currently making a cradling a baby uh, motion, <laughs> and uh, that is not the announcement that I'm making. Oh no, nuts! <laughs> no, it's actually an update from either last week or a couple weeks ago um, when I talked about um, asking for prayers for for Kristen uh, trying uh-huh. to find a job. Um, she was offered a job today. Awesome. Yes. yes. Yeah. Um, so she will be an admin assistant for um, an optometrist office in the area. Um, Beautiful. So um, she starts that in a couple of weeks. So it's a, it's definitely an answer to prayer. Um, for sure. So thank you to everybody who prayed and, and uh, gave their, their well wishes and, and all of that. Um, so I'm super thankful and, uh, I know Kristen is as well. So, um, but yeah, those are those are the big updates on my end. Cool, awesome news, nice. Yeah. So, Patrick, what have you been? Uh, what have you been up to, buddy? Uh, gaming. That's pretty much what I've been doing. Yeah, That's all I've been doing is gaming. Apex Legends, and I played this game called Shaq Fu. This past week. Gosh. Oh (laughs) my goodness. I've heard so many like bad things about this, but I was streaming the other night and, uh, what was it? It was like two weeks ago. Uh, and Tim Pollan was, uh, was in the chat on the stream and he said, Hey, FYI, Shaq Fu is only $5. And I was like, Ooh, okay. Let me take a look at this. Oh, $5. Sure. Why not? It can't be that bad for $5. So, uh, I played it. as if It's about a two and a half hour game. And holy crap, this is one of the funniest games I have ever played in my life. It's so like self-aware of itself. So the story is, is uh, Shaq, he is this, ba- he's, he's a baby that washes ashore in like China. And he, he gets, uh, he gets taken in by this Chinese family. And as he's growing up in this like little village, um, he's getting made fun of by everyone because of his size. So this master of martial arts takes him in and teaches him all the things he knows. And in about three seconds, he's Shaq Fu. He is already a martial arts master. <laughs> Which, <laughs> I'm already laughing. Show me. Two minutes in. And uh, so the game is a like pretty much a 2D side scroller. Uh, beat him up, kind of like like Streets of Rage kind of oh, kind yeah. of game mm-hmm. and uh you're just fighting random enemies uh, you start off fighting chinese people that are <laughs> some somehow are want to take over i guess china at this point i don't really know what's going on but then all of a sudden bombs are dropping and when the bombs explode ninjas pop out of it <laughs> this game sounds like <laughs> chaos oh yeah <laughs> yeah and, <laughs> and then Shaq even says they're in the game he's like what did ninjas just come out of that missile? <laughs> so uh, I'm fighting, you know, and all of a sudden, uh, you know, yeah, yeah, I end the level 
fight a weird boss that is some sort of sub celebrity uh, morph of a character that is evil, demon. Uh, it's not really, can't really tell what was happening. And, but then uh, the next level, you're on a beach fighting like like surf dudes in jean shorts and cut off, you know, uh, muscle shirts that can grow in size, which makes no sense. Uh, but, this sounds like this. This sounds like a game. Like if you asked a six-year-old back in 1995 what they would put in a video game, that's what that sounds like. That's exactly right. And then you put the ninjas in the missiles, and then they come out and they punch, and they get really big. Great idea! It's awesome. It's in the game. So as I'm on the beach, I get this power up, and you become this big, huge mechanized robot called Shack Diesel, and you have like unlimited punch, quick punches, kind of, and just wrecking shot. All right, so that's one of the power-ups. Then all of a sudden, you're like in Germany uh, fighting soldiers. <laughs> yeah, Germany's right next it. to China, so Apparently, that makes sense. Hop, skip, and jump. Uh, <laughs> yep. But at this point, I get, uh, I get another power-up, and this power-up is called Shactus. He is a cactus throwing cactus needles at enemies. That's awesome. That's useful. Uh-huh. Shactus. So it's, <laughs> it's uh, this this game is absolutely absurd and hilarious at the same time. So this 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 martial arts uh, master, his name's Yeye, and he he's he's about to die and he dies like early in the early in the game. Spoilers. And, spoiler yeah, alert. Well, <laughs> oh, come on. This yeah, is a, a remake two and a half hour of game, like a 25 get, year old game. <laughs> the, the story the story is uh is where it's at. You know, like it's uh, there's there are really no twists, no turns. I mean, this uh, the he's dying, and uh, Shaq is like, well, I don't know who my mom is. He's like, don't worry, you'll find out probably at the end of this game. <laughs> so, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, it, it's uh, it is it is hilarious. Uh, I had an absolute blast. So I I streamed like the first hour of it. And, uh, it was, they, they, they said like the, uh, the, I don't know, cursory cuss words that you hear on, on TV. So I was like, you know what, this is, this isn't that bad. So, uh, I turned it off and the next day I played, uh, uh, Shaq Fu with Clark and we played through the entire thing together. And he was like, why, why is his eyes glowing red? Why? Why is that a demon? Who is that? You know, it's like, oh, that guy's got a big belly. Why are there ninjas coming over there? <laughs> he has all these questions because it's so absurd. Uh, but oh my gosh, that was that was one of the uh, the absolute funniest games. And for five dollars, it was totally worth it. There's really no, there's no other than story mode. There's nothing. There's no online. There's no two player. There's uh there's harder modes, but there's no platinum on it. So, yeah. really, what's the point of playing it again, um, yeah. other than to show other people the game when they come over? Um, yeah, it was it was an absolute blast. Nice. Other than that, nothing really. Nothing really has been happening. Cool. It's ho hum on the Nova Cell front. Mm hmm. Who's left? 
Ronnie, did you go? I don't get a handoff. Ronnie Lucas, faked me out. He, he shoved his <laughs> face on the microphone, and I was waiting for him to start talking, but instead he was just that's, smelling it. That's how I get ready. Uh, no, I really have zero that's interesting, in all honesty. Um, I've been watching a ton of Blacklist, and then... Uh, volleyball? Yeah, yeah volleyball. Have just you, nothing out you, of the ordinary, really. Have you been winning? Have I been winning? Yeah. Uh, about 50% of the time. I win every right. time. <laughs> That's about 8% right. Hey, that works for you. <laughs> yeah, we did find the Luigi that... level, by the way. I was I was gaming with some of my buddies uh, over the weekend, Patrick. And uh, yeah. I was telling them about that. And we ended up playing like a, a few levels of it or whatever. It's kind of cool. It's like a whole brand new game. I mean... It's a it's an entirely new game, yeah. Well, it does say, like, when I went to click on it, it says, like, new. So it must be, like, this new kind of, like, expansion or something that came out pretty recently, I, I would assume. So the actual, like, clickable, like, link in the top corner, it said, like, new on it. So I don't know how oh. how long ago it was from, but um, <clears throat> I would assume within the last probably few months or something. Okay, so hmm. you didn't notice it when you played it originally, so maybe it is new. I I didn't notice, but I don't know if I would have noticed anyways, unless you said something and I was looking for it. It's not like right out there, you know. It doesn't make you choose. Right. It. It's like in the very top corner, like, and you can't really see it because it's right next to a big Mario face. Exactly right. You're not noticing the Luigi right next to it. Yeah, nobody looks at Luigi first. Yeah, <laughs> I know. <laughs> <laughs> but no, that's pretty much it for me. I don't. Uh, I really don't have very much this week. All right. Fair enough. Well, on my front, I, uh, I've i definitely been doing some gaming. Um, the only non-gaming thing that was of note is we, we as a family, every Friday, have a movie night. And this past Friday, we decided to watch a classic called Pinocchio. Oh. Uh, my wife does not like it. And I said, you know what? I think Pinocchio is all right. It's not too bad. And so we watched it with the kids. They had seen it a while ago, but it had been such a long time that they really had no idea what was going on before. Like the only thing they remembered was actually from playing Kingdom Hearts, where in uh, the first Kingdom Hearts, you wind up in the whale's stomach. His name's Monstro, which I don't remember before Kingdom Hearts and watching this movie again, that his name was Monstro. I just, he's just the big whale. But uh, yeah, so... Uh, they didn't really remember much. So we watched the movie and I have to say that, uh, I don't really like it. <laughs> like <laughs> what? <laughs> it's not Pixar. That's why. And it's a, I don't know. It's just kind of like, it's, it's just totally, it just feels totally random. Like why in the world, you know, all of a sudden Pinocchio's like, oh, you're my conscience. Okay, cool. I'm going to go to school. Oh, look. Uh, a talking fox and a talking... I don't remember what the other character is. Talking... Was it a cat or a dog or... I don't know. Two talking animals amidst all these I humans. And of course, I'm a wooden puppet boy. No, Grasshopper is the conscience. That's Jiminy Cricket. Oh. And then all of a sudden, he winds up working for, you know, this very terrible Russian uh, puppeteer guy. And then eventually, <laughs> he winds up... This. Yeah. And then eventually, he winds up on the island where... Kids start turning into donkeys, and uh, he kind of turns into a donkey, and then he uh, has to go rescue his master Geppetto, 
who's been swallowed by a whale because he was looking for Pinocchio, but apparently he's really bad at it, and he winds up in the ocean and getting eaten by a sperm whale. I don't remember this movie. <laughs> Are you serious? <laughs> sounds like Shaq Fu. Yeah, it's pretty much Shaq Fu just from the 60s, 60s and 70s. Disney Shaq Fu. Like, <laughs> Like at one point the on on this island where all these kids are, before Pinocchio goes to rescue his father, Geppetto, in the stomach of a whale, these kids are all like eating a bunch of candy, drinking a bunch of beer, uh, playing pool, uh, doing whatever they want, and little by little they all start turning into donkeys. And at one point, Pinocchio like watches his friend, Lampwick, I think turn into a donkey and is kind of violent. Like, like you see his shadow and he's like screaming as you see his body, like forced into the shape of a donkey. And I just kept looking over at my son, like, please don't have nightmares about turning into a donkey. <laughs> <laughs> like I could just see it. I could just see him like get to the end of the movie and be like, daddy, I'm going to turn into a donkey. So yeah, just watching that and you know, just, and of course, during that time, instead of saying donkey in referencing these kids turning into donkeys, they say jackass the whole time. Like, that's all they say. Oh, my. Like, over and over and over again. So, again, I'm looking over at my kids like, it's just another word. It's an old way of saying donkey. It's not a bad thing. So, just keeping it cool, you know? Yeah. And so then Pinocchio goes to rescue Geppetto lights a fire inside of Monstro and then Monstro sneezes them out and then Monstro proceeds to like go into rage mode and try to kill them multiple times and then uh, they wash to shore and because Pinocchio selflessly tried to save Geppetto he turns into a real boy the end Pinocchio doesn't really learn anything about himself he just becomes a real boy because he rescues the guy that you know feeds him and takes care of him so it is what it is. Well, he learns not to tell lies. Does he? It's part of it. I mean, it's part of it. They do reference it, but he still lies throughout the whole thing. There's never a point where he has a chance to lie, and then he's like, I'm going to tell the truth this time. It's just like moving on. I don't know. I just found it to be very like on not on the nose for the lessons learned uh, in Pinocchio's life. He just kind of... He's just kind of there. It becomes a real boy. Yeah. So three out of five donkeys is what I give it. You give it a three out of five? It sounds like you would have given it a one or not even rate it. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe I'm giving it nostalgia points. So we'll knock it down to two. I'm going to have to watch it again because it's on Disney+. Plus. Yeah, you you should watch. It's worth watching again just to... Just to see the things that you missed as a child, like that you just glossed over and you're like, I can't believe I watched this or thought it was good. I mean, I remember all that stuff. <clears throat> yeah. So that was the. But then I remember Disney movie. <laughs> yeah. So that was the non gaming related. In the gaming front, yesterday was my television's nine year old birthday. I have had, we have had our Sony Bravia TV, HD TV for nine years, 2011. Uh, yesterday, nine years ago, when I got it. And to celebrate, I played through Starwall, like I mentioned earlier. I played through uh, the rest of the Shovel Knight Showdown campaigns. I also ended the day defusing bombs and delivering an alien baby on bomb cores 
for Jackbox Party Pack 2. And let me tell you, I went into rage mode a couple times. Uh-oh. It was so eee. it was so hard and so convoluted. Patrick, you were there when we played Bombcore last week and like all the rules that it comes up with uh on oh, the yeah. last you were on, you were you were about to rage when I was playing and we were only on like <laughs> level <yeah>. 2. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so by level 15 uh, you're it trying been, to could have been because of me. It, it goes from <laughs> no, it wasn't. It goes from trying to defuse bombs to trying to massage alien tentacles, and then instead of trying to uh, make copies on the copy machine, you deliver an alien baby at the end. And it only took me like twelve tries to do it, but I did it. And then there you go. I'm never gonna play it again. Congratulations! It was good times. It was worth it because I conquered it, and I took down a bunch of notes. Like I was playing old school Nintendo games. I had like a little pad of paper, oh. and I was writing down feverishly all the things and rules and things I had to do. It was good times. The other thing that was not good times, like delivering the alien baby, was failing at multiplayer gaming with my buddy Patrick for the second week in a oh row. My Patrick, goodness, we could not game together. And I don't understand why. We tried on Marvel Ultimate Alliance 1 and 2, Mercenary Kings, Broforce. I could connect with Mark. I could not connect with Patrick. It was awful. Yeah, I, I don't know what the deal is. I don't know I really what don't. is going on. My Brazilian internet does not like Patrick's internet or his router or something. And you would yeah. think after all these years, networks, interwebs, multiplayer gaming would be easier. But somehow it is not which makes no sense because we're able to talk to each other. Exactly. But not game. Makes but no not sense. game. So to get it in a more positive light, I think that Patrick wants us to talk about multiplayer gaming. And so that's what we're going to do. The first topic of the show. Multiplayer gaming. <laughs> That's right, folks. Patrick, what do you have to say for yourself in multiplayer gaming? What do I have to say for myself? What do you have to say for yourself? <laughs> Trying to defend myself over here. Yeah. Defend multiplayer gaming uh, for me because I'm ready to give up. I'm done. Yeah. I want to uh, be. Uh, we need to figure that out. We'll figure it out at some point. But yeah, my topic uh, this week um, uh, centers around uh, multiplayer gaming versus single player gaming. So... Um, for me, like uh, I, I, for almost my entire life, uh, I was a single player gamer. You know, I would, I would like to play the stories. I like to play by myself. And then, it was 2017, and uh, one of my, my resolution was to play more games online. So that's the, and, and I, I've I've loved it ever since. Um, but most recently, uh, it's for me, it's been hard to get back into single player gaming. You know, you gotta kind of have to be in like the right mood. So, um, yeah, so my topic is, is about the difference between multiplayer gaming and single player gaming. So I pulled up, um, a few articles, um, about the, uh, comparison, uh, between the two and the differences. 
So um, if if you if you can humor me, um, I've got I've got three uh, separate articles uh, from uh, the psychologist's uh, perspective uh, about gaming, uh, which is kind of cool. Like uh, there's there's a lot of articles and a lot of research and a lot of studies out there um, that people have done about gaming um, and in different different aspects. So the uh, the first one that I found was. Um, uh, Joshua Smith, he was the associate professor of psych, associate professor of psychology um, at Syracuse University. Uh, he says he says this. He's like, while both multiplayer and traditional single player video games present a double edged sword, Smith's research found that online socially integrated multiplayer games create greater negative consequences, like decreased health, well being, sleep, socialization, and academic work but also garner far greater positive results like the greater enjoyment in playing, increased interest in continuing play, and a rise in the acquisition of new friendships than do single-player games. He says, quote, The most striking result of this study is that playing online multiplayer games had much greater positive and negative effects on people than playing traditional single-player video games. Students in this study who played online multiplayer games did so about three times as much as those playing single-player game types, averaging over 14 hours a week more. <laughs> and I totally get that. You know, like when I'm playing single-player games and I and I am, it, it, it comes to be like midnight. I'm like, okay, I'm going to go to bed. But when I'm playing multiplayer games, I have no idea what time it is. It is absolutely wild. Like I, when I'm playing Apex or when I'm playing Rocket League or World War Z, I uh, it's it just time just flies so i totally get that for, for sure um he says uh video game play does inter- interfere in some aspects aspects of real life such as academic performance health and social life but gameplay can foster strong feelings of virtual support and new friendships um so that was a pretty cool article uh mm-hmm. the second one was um, Scott Rigsby, Rigby's research company, Immersive, collected years of data, conducted in-house studies at game development studios with the aim of explaining basic human needs and seeing what, seeing what makes gaming so appealing. They concluded that gaming perfectly targets three psychological needs. Um, and this was very interesting because I kind of feel uh, these when I'm playing games. And, uh, and I'm sure one of these is going to relate to... If, if not all three, to each of you. The first one he says is competency. We feel like we are good at something and we like to be recognized for it. We want to know that we have mastered a situation and we enjoy the feeling of progressing and accomplishing goals like trophies or achievements. Yep. This is true in real life and manifests as our desire to follow a career path, gain promotion or change jobs, or take up a new hobby or learn something new. Uh, games have built this into their very fabric. They provide challenges with varying degrees of difficulty with clear lines of progression. They also give us built-in reward systems are clear and financial, but games without financial reward offer replications of this that still appeal to us. Uh, from simply collecting trophies or achievements to leveling up a character or unlocking a new ability. Uh, the second psychological need that gaming appeals to is autonomy or our desire for independence. We want to feel like we are in control of our actions and situations. However, this isn't always easy in real life. A lot can happen outside of our control, and this can be frustrating. Gaming makes autonomy easy. Free roam games like GTA are particularly good at offering autonomy as a player can pretty much make their own way through the game. 
And then the third one was relatedness. Relatedness is the third psychological need that gaming appeals to. We we like to feel like we matter to other people and we like and like we make a difference within our group or society. Multiplayer, especially mass online games, provide this relatedness in a very direct way. Um, and then the third one, there was a group of psychologists in Mainz, Germany. I think there were four that put together a, um, a research study that was way over my head. They were, they were pulling together a lot of, uh, um, I guess, uh, psychology lingo that I couldn't really understand. So I pulled uh, out uh, a few things from there. Um, there were several psychological factors in their research as to why people play single-player games versus online games. And this is really where um, I think it all boils down to. So there was there were there was what is this eight different um, eight different factors. One is coping, two shyness, three loneliness, four preference for solitude, five self esteem, six social support, and seven friendship. So a lot of this I guess has to do with you know how what mood you're in. Um, what kind of person you are. Like if you're a shy person, you may you may uh, veer more towards single player games. If you're a person who has who needs that social support, maybe you're going to play more online games. Someone who needs someone who um, doesn't have doesn't have like I guess uh, real life friends. You can make friends online. You know, there's so many people out there with the same interests that you have. It's kind of easy to to make friends online. And I've done, and, I, and I've done that over these past few years. Uh, like when in 2017 was the year that I wanted to play more and more multiplayer games, kind of get out of my comfort zone because I was playing a lot of single player games. And that's really where, you know, Mark and I developed our friendship is through multiplayer games, which is, I wouldn't be, I wouldn't be this good of a friends with Mark if it wasn't for multiplayer games. So, um, so my question is, is um, for you guys, uh, what is it about the single player game or about multiplayer gaming that, that draws you in, that, that makes you want to play with others or makes you want to do couch co-op? Um, and, then, and then also like what makes you not want to play games by yourself? Kind of like that. So um, it's not really like a direct question, but, uh, but how do you, based on all of that, how do you guys, uh, I guess, uh, approach gaming? Uh, is, is, is it on the day to day basis? How you feel? Um, so, because sometimes you just want to be alone, just like, hey, I just want to sit back and unwind. I don't want to talk to anyone. Um, or is it always you want to play multiplayer games with on online? And this has a lot to do with like streaming nowadays too. Um, like a lot of people, you know, they they get that social support. They they can play single player games. But they can also do it with people online, which is crazy. What the world, the the time we live in, in games, that's a lot to unpack. I know, um, but uh, I'm sure I'm sure there's there's certain things that you guys feel when you're when you're gaming. Sure. <clears throat> yeah, I think um, I think for me, it's it's kind of like a a ratio of a little bit more multiplayer gaming versus uh, you know single player. Um, granted there are, there are days where like, I just want to, I want a story. I want to play through a story. I want to be immersed in a world. Yeah. Um, you know, I really want to just enjoy the story experience. And <clears throat> certainly for me right now, um, 
Horizon Zero Dawn is scratching that itch. Um, so I have that time where I can be on my own. But yeah, a lot of times multiplayer gaming is is my way of hanging out with my friends um, and, and actually having, you know, close times of fun together. Um, I can pretty much say that, you know, if not for multiplayer gaming, I think for most the most part, this podcast would not exist um and because you know um you know i met ronnie through pat through PUBG, yeah multiplayer gaming together um lucas uh, i had known from you know obviously from the married to the games community um and stuff like that which is you know a community in itself of of gamers um but i have played multiplayer games with him um and gotten to know him more through that Mm -hmm. um so you know multiplayer gaming has had a huge part in in this podcast um so it's it's just a time a way of of getting to bond with with my friends Mm. and just have have fun um and um you know it certainly stretched me because you know i've i'm basically playing with people up until you know within the past like year or two i've never met in person um like i played with you guys before i ever met you in person so mm-hmm. which is a crazy thing to think about but um yeah a lot of it is just that's just how one of the ways i hang out with my friends is through is through multiplayer gaming um and and couch co-op um unfortunately i haven't played couch co-op in a long time i guess the last time i did was overcooked uh when i was in when i was in cincinnati with you guys oh wow but but a lot of times when i do couch co-op um it's for the nostalgia factor because i grew up with that um with having you know your buddy in your living room with you and you're playing together um you know, just just longing for that time. Um, I think couch co-op is enjoyable in that respect, um, but I just don't do it that often. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's um, I'm I'm pretty lucky that I, I have yeah, like like Ronnie. Yeah, yeah. I have buddies that come over uh, and play uh, that that couch co-op game, and there's nothing like it. Um, just looking at like we play Madden every Friday and uh when we're playing uh, against each other or playing on the same team you know given that you know like physical high five or you know just standing up and then falling on the floor because you just threw an interception that was ridiculous you know like that like physical interaction um that you just can't get with uh playing online yeah absolutely yeah i've always loved the uh the couch co-op aspect and i don't I want to say there's never been a time that I've I've strayed away from the couch co-op aspect of multiplayer. Like I've always loved that. Like I grew up doing that um, with with my friends, with my dad, uh, and then even once going into college, you know, 
that's when when Halo and stuff came out, and so doing LAN parties and mm. and uh, playing even a, you know a few computer games. I would say the time that I kind of lost my way with multiplayer, at least in that respect, was when I graduated from college and I was just kind of on my own. And then later on, got married, and it was just you know it was just the wife and I. And uh, Mindy did not grow up playing any video games whatsoever, so. Yeah. Video games were were a foreign concept to her, so I had to kind of like work her in. And I had a Nintendo for a while, a Super Nintendo, and we would play some games. She really got into uh, uh, what is that Kirby's Dream Course on Super Nintendo. <laughs> okay, like, she loved playing it. It was just pretty much putt putt with Kirby. I don't know oh, how familiar right. you guys are with Kirby, nice. but uh, <laughs> you pretty much just whack him across the uh, the putting range or the the driving range and try to sink him into holes. Um, it's not really nice to him now that I think about it. <laughs> he can take it though. It looks really painful, but, uh, we played that and, and just overall, I've always loved the, the social aspect. Like you're talking about Patrick, like just, uh, high-fiving each other. I've, I think the only thing that makes me averse to multiplayer gaming, uh, at this current stage of my life is really just schedule. Like you guys are two hours behind me, uh, this people in terms of schedules and everything are everywhere. So unless we can coordinate for, you know, our one night of gaming a week at yeah. night, it's that's about all I can muster. Uh, the other side of it is the competitive side, which is partly why I don't like Apex or uh, other games. It's just it's the competitive nature of it. It's the I have to perform or I have to contribute. I have to help. And I just I also know in order to be good at that, I have to put in a lot of time. You know, Patrick, you mentioned earlier how in multiplayer gaming, you put a lot more time into what you're doing. And it's not just because you lose the time. It's because if you want to get good, you got to you got to practice and you got to do it over sure. and over and over and yeah. over again because you're facing against other people. And uh, playing people in a video game is a lot harder than playing an AI or a bot or a whatever. Sure. And I prefer sometimes just to play those stupid bots because they're predictable and I can it's a more <laughs> like a puzzle. And so I do lean more towards the single player, you know, the story and getting lost in a world, kind of just escaping for a moment or just having alone time. Uh, but I, I like both uh, overall. Yeah, well, with, uh, with you and uh, and me, you know, with with kids, we have we have couch co-op buddies. Oh yeah, all the time. Yeah, which is which is they're fun. always ready. Yeah. So I, I rarely, I will say that I rarely play video games by myself. So I would, I would be, I guess in today's video game environment, like more of an outlier. Like I, and when I say I never play by myself, I mean, like I don't play a lot of video games unless somebody else is in the same location as me. You know what I mean? Like I will play like some online multiplayer or, um, you know, but it, it just you can't you can't replace that like couch co op feel like with your buddies. So like the way it's been for me probably like the past oh man probably year is you know me and my buddies me and two of my buddies especially um, we probably game one night every weekend. So um, you know I'll go over to his house at like we'll go over to his like my buddy Chad's at like midnight. <laughs> And we'll stay over there and game for like a couple hours. And uh, honestly, like you just, you can't beat that. You can't beat that. I, like the, you, you do have that feeling like uh, being a little kid playing with your buddies and stuh like that. Uh, 
It takes me back, like thinking back, it's like, I think for me, the Nintendo 64 started all of it. It it had the straight four controllers, like you started playing with all your buddies, like a lot of their games were geared towards all of you playing. And um, I I never really grew out of that. It, It takes like a, I would say it takes a special game for me to sit and play by myself. I have to be very interested in the game. Uh, I'm sure there's a lot of games yeah. out there that I would like, but uh, rarely do I ever commit to actually like playing them. You know, you played Jedi, mm-hmm. Jedi Fallen Order by yourself. I did, right? you know, and obviously there like Star go. Wars is something that absolutely interests me. You know, any Star Wars game they release in in the future, like it's a pretty good chance I'll I'll I'll, uh, I'll check that out for sure. Um, before that, I think it was yeah. Red Dead Redemption, and you yep. know that oh, game yeah. was just awesome. <laughs> It was it was a really really good one, but it takes a special game. Um, I even thought about playing The Witcher Three, but I've been watching Elizabeth play because she's still playing it, and uh, uh, you know it just doesn't interest me enough to dive into it. I know that I'll give it up before I complete the game. I, like I know I won't make it all the way through, so uh, I have yep. to be interested or I will absolutely drop it. But no, playing with your buddies it is it is fun, man. You do uh, like you know one of the things you said in there is uh, getting that like confirmation you know, of like the good things you've done, like in the video game, like, you know, that's, uh-huh. that's the whole yeah. team thing. You know, that's a lot of times like people playing sports and stuff. That's, it's the same exact thing. You're getting that positive reinforcement back, uh, you know, or if you play like a piece of crap, your buddies are going to rag on you until you do better. <laughs> um, <laughs> yep. but, uh, For sure. but yeah, I, it's, it's hard to beat that. Um, so I normally, you know, I'm a couch co-op person almost exclusively my outlier is when i play with like you and eric pat or on online or something like that like rarely will i ever pick it up and just play by myself yeah it's like it's that it's that camaraderie yeah uh, that you feel when you're playing with your buddies you know mm-hmm. like whether that's playing at uh midnight or two in the afternoon and just just hanging out with your buddies it's it's because uh, most of most of us you know there 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 are there are people who are introverts but if you're an extrovert and you're playing games that's a single player it's kind of like uh um uh off you feel off when you're doing that but if you're like an extrovert you're, you're most like more likely to play games uh with others and that's where you thrive yeah um yeah uh, one of our joiners had a question. Actually, he had a barrage of questions, Whoa. so I hope you're ready. Barnaby Butterteeth <laughs> on the Discord. A plethora? a plethora of questions. He said, who got you started on multiplayer? Who got you started on multiplayer? Um, online multiplayer is Mark. Sweet. Multiplayer in uh, general, my, my older pla- brother. My online multiplayer probably yeah. was Patrick. <laughs> um, I did not play much go. online before that. Look at that. It's making the circle. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what about you? How about Lucas? you, Mark? Uh, <laughs> say Lucas. Before I go ahead, Mark, you go ahead. <laughs> hey! Callback. Um, yeah, so online multiplayer, I... I think that started during my college days. Yeah. Um, I specifically bought an Xbox 360 uh, during college because so many guys in the hall were playing Halo 3. And and so, you know, that was a huge thing to do on, like, 
Friday and Saturday nights is get together with your dorm buddies and just play Halo. Um, the regular multiplayer, um, probably my best friend growing up, Colin. Um, I would I would always play multiplayer games with with him and several of my other buddies. And yeah, the N sixty four was was very much conducive to playing with a large group because it had the the four controller ports. Um, and, and that was one of the big consoles that came out while I was growing up. Um, so yeah, I'd say that definitely fostered my, my enjoyment of multiplayer gaming, uh, especially like Mario Kart 64 and, and, and all those kinds of games. Um, so yeah. Cool. My original co-op partner was my dad and I remember playing in 1988, the original, trifecta cartridge of super mario brothers duck hunt and track and field oh and uh, i mm, remember my, da- track and my dad field. brought that home yes oh yeah my dad brought that home plugged it in i was like what's this and uh we started playing mario and we could not get past i think after a week we couldn't get past the third level or the second level no it's the third level because you go underground and then you go above ground and then i remember at some point i just blew it out of the water and my dad would just end up watching me play because he still couldn't get past the third level and I was like getting in the second level third level fourth level and uh but he always schooled me in track and field like he would destroy me kind of like other people that we know that have talked about their dads being super mean to them (laughs) track and field (laughs) until I a one gay patillo on married to the games but my dad was also pretty mean when it came to that and he would just destroy me and then i figured out the the fact that you didn't have to lift your legs you could just like just like shake your feet or like hit it with your hands oh, and once yeah, i figured the that out motion. then yep. then my dad and i would just like just see who could beat the the living tar out of the uh the track pad the hardest and fastest and uh so that was good times and then of course there was duck hunt and once I figured out that I could put the gun against the screen and hit every single duck, that dog never laughed at me again. I mean, <laughs> that dog laughing at you when you screw up. But yeah, he was, yeah, he was an old co-op partner. And then from there, like, I mean, I remember doing slumber parties and playing through. I still remember playing through uh, the, the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle arcade game uh, from beginning to end with my buddies back in like elementary school, third grade or second or third grade. Uh, that was, uh, yeah, us being up at like three, four o'clock in the morning, killing shredder and, uh, winning the game. That was good times. And, uh, lots of high-fiving, uh, happened after that. Then online multiplayer also was college for me, Mark. Um, but it was more of a co-op, co <laughs> co-op, co-op <laughs> experience, co-op experience, smart you know, yeah, smart car playing, uh, Diablo two <laughs> and, <laughs> I've talked about this experience before because uh, one of the students in my dorm hall uh, failed out of college because of Diablo 2 and us playing too much. Oh, gosh. Yeah. Jeez. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So, but I played a lot of Diablo 2 and it was just a camaraderie of, again, just, you know, going on raids and going through the levels and seeing how much we can level up our characters and how strong we could get them and stuff. And then, of course, uh, Halo came into the mix during college also. And uh, playing the original Halo, learning how to snipe people with a pistol, um, 
and just being down the hall from each other and like ragging on each other when, I, you know, especially like someone like me, I didn't play very much. And so when I would get that like crazy kill out of nowhere, you know, we would all just like scream and yell and be like, oh, you got killed by Lucas. You're, you're, you must be doing really bad. Uh, <laughs> that was pretty much how it would be after a while because I was just never really good at first person shooters. Uh, but that's where, that's where it started for me. Uh, next question from Barnaby. Why Apex is so addictive? Patrick, Mark, you got this one. Uh, it's the, one of the, one of the things I like about Apex is the progression. Like, uh, you're always, uh, earning something new, uh, whether that be a gun skin or a, uh, uh, an outfit or, Something where you can just customize your 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 gun, your or or your your character, uh, unlocking new abilities, and it's just it's it's really it's it's that it's that progression. Also, it is something that you know both Mark and I love. So it's if someone's if we we text each other and we say Apex, two minutes later we're playing, and, and uh, it's some it's a great it's a great time just to hang out. Whether whether we get second place. Uh, 80 times or when it's still a good time. Yeah. Yeah. I would, uh, I would second all that. Yeah. The biggest things about apex and I was actually talking to, I believe it was one of the reformed gamers. I want to say, um, that was asking about apex, like why, you know, what, what's so good about apex. And, and basically for me, it's like a halfway point between, Fortnite and PUBG. It is it is a super accessible battle royale game, which has always interested me. Um, and plus, it combines elements of like Overwatch, yeah, mm-hmm. um, to where you have different characters with individual abilities that you can kind of mix and match, and and adapt to different playstyles and strategies and stuff like that. And that makes it interesting. Um, it is set in the Titanfall universe, so that makes it interesting as well. Um, I love the Titanfall games, and uh, it's very much tied into the lore of of Titanfall, um, for sure. Um, And, yeah, I think it was the first Battle Royale game that, like, I felt like I was contributing. Like, uh, Mm -hmm. I felt a lot of times with, like, PUBG that, like, I was just kind of dragging, trying to be as much of a support as I could. Um, but like in terms of making kills and plays and stuff like that, um, I really wasn't doing a whole lot. I wasn't good at it. Um, whereas with, with apex, I feel like I'm, I'm better at it. Just the, just the way that it's the gameplay is structured. Um, I feel like it's, it's more suitable to me. Um, so that's been the biggest thing about, about apex and it's just fun. Yeah. Of course. I, and I want to, uh, uh, it's, it's also like, it's not. It's not realistic, but it's realistic at the same time. It's not so grounded yeah. like PUBG, but it's not so cartoony as Fortnite. Kind of like right in the middle of that yeah. uh, with the kind of like the Overwatch artistic look. It's a great combination um, of all of those games. Yeah, definitely. And there's no building mechanic. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Huge plus. All right, Barnaby Butterteeth also wants to know why Lucas is streaming at odd hours. Well, Barnaby, all I can tell you is that I have friends that are two hours before me that have the same time as me. Uh, I'm experimenting. I don't know. 
I just, I, I don't really uh, have a schedule. So maybe I don't, I think that the term odd hours is relative given just, I, I mean, I've, I've uh, streamed at six o'clock in the morning and I ran into Isaac Alistic from uh, the Infinity Bros because he has the uh, graveyard shift where he works. And uh, he has a break from like three to like three to five o'clock uh, central time, I think, CST. And so I chatted with him during one early morning stream. So uh, whether it's odd or normal hours, uh, I think something that's cool is when my chat is working, I always run into somebody and uh, get to chat it up, talk, catch up. Uh, it's always a good time. So in terms of the odd hours, I have no idea what I'm doing. So whether it's normal hours, odd hours, I'm just streaming when I stream, playing when I play. Yeah, it's just how it works. Also, one thing to consider is Lucas is just an odd guy. So I mean, it it's really. <laughs> so it goes yeah, with it. It goes with the hours that I that I game. <laughs> True that. Well said. I should have asked you the question. Uh, Barnaby also wants to know, Mark, you doing all right? Yeah. Yeah, I'm fine. Good. I was I was a little uh, I was a little I was struggling a little bit just because of you know all the things that we've been dealing with in terms of Kristen trying to find a job and yeah. I know uh, Bernabe kind of reached out to me and I very much appreciate that. Uh, it's always good to know that our community is looking out for us, um, especially when I, I I've been a little vocal about it lately. Um, but yeah, I'm o- I'm okay and. Uh, just been trusting that God will take care of us, and he did. So, awesome. Yep, I'm good. Also, how's Ronnie doing with the new fiancé? Uh, pretty good, actually. We are living in bliss. That's basically... Um, so, I don't know if I told you guys, but when I when I actually proposed, um, I proposed with one of those like sport bands because she wanted to pick her ring out. So... Um, We've gone out a few times and looked at rings. I think she has uh, narrowed it down. She kind of fell in love with one of them in particular. So um, I think probably here within the next week or so, if everything goes right, we will have that, uh, well, ordered. So basically, once you pick the stone, they pretty much build the ring custom around it. Um, so yeah, honestly, I think we, we should have that within within the week ordered. They said probably four to eight weeks, so... She mm-hmm. might survive. She might survive. Uh, I think she's kind of dying to have it, which, you know, I wish I wish there was one ready for her, but you know how it is. I want it to be uh, perfect, so. Yeah. But, yeah, that's pretty much yep. it. Nice. Last question for Barnaby. Why the ocean water and river water don't mix? I don't know. Is that um, real? What? Yeah. I... I have no idea. It's pretty because real. science, that's why. Uh, that's right. <laughs> uh, Barnaby, I recommend you Google that because I have no idea. Travis Popsicle said, I have enjoyed multiplayer in the past, mostly Destiny, but I rarely play multiplayer because it's awkward for me to join. Honestly, what is proper etiquette for joining? So I play single player almost exclusively. So guys, what do you got in terms of etiquette? Um, multiplayer. Well, uh, if you're if you're Lem, uh, you'll just drop into any open chat room and just chat it up. So really, there is, is true. There is there's 
he he uh, and he's able to do that. <laughs> he's able to jump into to any of those. Uh, but yeah, I mean, like uh, just just text or shoot a message into Discord and ask if anyone wants to play tonight. And there's always someone that is if if we have the game installed or not. You know, like what was it last Thursday? We were we just downloaded a couple of games just while we were streaming. So um, yeah, yeah. There's just just text just po- post see if anyone's interested in playing um yeah i mean some there's sometimes where i'm playing overwatch with uh five other people in the chat and i don't say a word for a few minutes so it's because it's i guess it really all depends on on how many people are playing and what you're looking for but yeah i mean just it's it's easy just to just to just to shoot a message in in discord that there shelter wanted to know for a multiplayer type game, is there anything that will make you instantly say nope and move on? And then also on the flip side, is there anything that will make you say yes, I love this game, cough cough, Apex? So, what do you love? What do you hate? What'll turn turn you off of a game, and what will make you love it? Dying. You get roughed up a lot. Like as soon as you like start playing the game, it is extremely disheartening. You're like this. I'm I'm out of here. If I have to like, like I can't I can't be really horrible at a game as soon as I start playing it. Like I can't just be garbage and like I'm not patient enough for that. That's like the biggest thing for me with with Call of Duty. um, Is is the fact that like I, I still enjoy it, but like the. The big problem is like I don't play when I'm not playing it that often and like you know you immediately start the game and you immediately die respawn die respawn die That is rough That's very All the annoying. meanwhile while you're getting trash talked by some 9-year-old um, kid Yep you suck <laughs> <laughs> Oh least, yeah At least with Apex like we've we've won <laughs> or have the ability to win enough times to where like yeah, you get a fair amount of losses and and bad things happen, um, but still, it's it's a lot of fun and there's you know we've had plenty of wins, too. But you know it's not like you're dying every five seconds. That's what really turns me off. Yeah, I think right along with that, uh, having a lack of control, like or a lack of, uh, like just not feeling like you can improve, like. When I try to change things up or try to do things differently to try to improve it and I don't get better after time, it's like, I don't think this is my kind of game. And that's partly why I don't do a lot of the, the more competitive multiplayers. Like there's some multiplayers I'll do that are kind of competitive if I have teammates. Like I did, you know, I did Apex like right at the beginning with you guys and it was fine. But uh, I think that I still felt like a lot of stuff depended on me and I'm just not very good at first person shooters. Now, if they did apex, like a side scroller or, uh, uh, more of a puzzle game, I would be all in and I would be probably playing it with you guys. But, uh, I think it's just, just feeling like I'm not getting better and I, there's nothing I can do to get better or compete. That definitely turns me off right away. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, for, for me, so. um, I will play pretty much any, any uh multiplayer game um i'll give it a shot uh but uh if it's like like lucas you said there, there's specific genres that draw you in um for for yeah. me it's it's not genres it's more of what clicks with me because 
A- I love, absolutely love Apex Legends, but I won't play uh, Call of Duty. I mean, they're both first per- per- both first person shooters. Um, they're both pretty much the same, you know. But uh, I just I love the battle royale. You know, that's that's why I bought the um, Call of Duty battle royale. You know, I was playing that with Mark, played it with Ronnie and and Eric. You know, and I just it was I guess it's really battle royales. And now that I think about it, is is what would draw me in. Um, but a lot of it really has to do with uh, who I'm playing with. You know, if if, if I'm gonna join the the company um, in, in the game, I'll play it. Even though Lucas, me and you, there were there were games that uh, we tried and it just didn't click with me. Um, we we played Tomb Raider. That was fun. Um, there was uh, there was one. There was an isometric top down game. Uh, I can't remember what it was, but it did. It just didn't click with me. Even though Tomb Raider game was also isometric top down that I liked. So I guess, but I tried it, you know, but uh, I guess it's really whatever clicks with me. Gotcha. All right. Well, any other uh, multiplayer thoughts, feelings? Yeah, Patrick, what'd you think of the rumble mode in uh, Rocket League? Oh, dude, that was amazing. Uh, (laughs) So uh, Ronnie introduced me to this rumble mode on Rocket League last night. Uh, it is just like your typical Rocket League. It was three on three, but every, I guess, was it 10 seconds, you get a different power-up. And it could be a punching, it was it was a, a boxing glove that like punches a, the, the ball. You could have like a, uh, a sp- the spikes on your car that will automatically just like, as soon as you touch the ball, it sticks to your car. So you could just drive around with the ball stuck on your car. Actually, you could drive it right into the goal. Until yes. Hit you. It's, yeah, I know. Uh, there's like magnets that you can use. There's, uh, what are the plunger. the plunger that, yeah, there's a grappling hook. That basically like pulls you to the ball. Oh my gosh. Like I haven't, I haven't had that much fun, uh, in rocket league since like, I, I would say in two years, um, it's, it, it was, it was the best mode. So, uh, it was it, fun. If you if you have Rocket League, if you don't, um, you should re-download that and at least give that a try because that is one of the mm. best modes that I've played in that in Rocket League. Um, they've it come just out really of, gets crazy. It, it, it gets even, we 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 won we won like what thirteen to one, but we've also we also lost like ten to nothing. Uh, but yeah. even though we lost ten to nothing, I was having an absolute blast because of yeah, how crazy it gets. One of my favorite things. One of my favorite things is the big boot that you get and like the boot and the boxing glove. They're both like, <laughs> if you remember like the boxing glove that would like pop out, like in, I don't know, like old cartoons, it's <laughs> attached to like the fold up, like a accordion yeah. looking thing. Uh, it's like that. So the boxing glove, but it'll go like, like a hundred feet, like <laughs> if you lock onto the ball, like you can punch it from a mile away. Um, and then there's a boot where you can lock onto the other players' cars, and you just blast them, like send them flying. <laughs> so it's pretty fun. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, I love that Rocket League, and you know what? You guys talking about that makes me want to re-download that as well and give it a whirl. <clears throat> Maybe we can cross this Thursday, that. Patrick. Oh, when we try again, that's true. We might have to give that a whirl and see what happens. Let's try again. Yep. See if Brazil will get with the program. Try, try again. We can't give up. Got to keep going. 
Well, folks, that's uh, one of our two topics that we wanted to share with you, but we are running out of time. The midnight oil is burning, at least for me in Brazil. So we are going to pick this baby up again next week, transition from video games into another little fun topic that Mark is going to share with us. So we're going to hang up our hats, put a little pin in it, and uh, that was a fun little chat about multiplayer gaming. And uh, if you'd like to connect with us beyond listening, our very lovely joiners, remember to check us out on Twitter and on Discord. And uh, if you're more old school like me, then you can email us at thegoodmorningguys at gmail.com. And if you want to practice your radio voice, you can call us at 929-GMG-GUYS. Leave a message, ask a question, let your voice be heard. Speaking of what should be heard, as always, Mark... What is the latest addition to the GMG music playlist that any and all can listen to on Spotify and Apple Music? Bow, bow, bow. Multiplayer games. Bow, 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 bow. Oh, thank you. Thank you so much. Yep. Yeah, as always, you can find the Good Morning Guys morning playlist on Spotify as well as Apple Music. Thank you so much, Bernabe, for holding things up on that end. Um, this week for, for songs, I, I kind of just wanted to do... Um, just songs I'm into, new new songs I'm into lately, and and songs that I kind of want to give a focus to. Um, so first off, um, I've got several buddies that I I know from college. Uh, they're great friends of mine. Um, you know, love the Lord, and they are part of a uh, a, a rock group, a rock band called Dens. Um, they are actually signed to an independent uh, record label. Um, so yeah, the name of the band the name of the band is Dens. Um, it comes from the the name comes from the verse in scripture where it talks about um, oh gosh, foxes have dens, um, birds have nests or something like that. But the Son of Man has nowhere to lay his head. Yeah, um, that's where that comes from. Um, and mm-hmm. they actually have a new album coming out uh, pretty soon. I think it comes out next month. Um, the name of their album is Taming Tongues. And their uh, their first single was a song called Even. Uh, so I will be adding that this week. Um, it's an awesome song. Um, also, the band Colony House uh, came out with a brand new album, uh, Leave What's Lost Behind. Uh, I believe it was last week. And there's a song off that record called Original Material uh, that I think you should give a listen to. And then the third song is um, Switchfoot actually just came out with a remix album of, um, of their, their, their latest album. Um, they have several remixes of songs off their newest album. And they actually did a collaboration with Lindsey Sterling, which I'm, I'm sure you guys oh. have heard of her. Um, she's a wonderful violinist. Um, she actually does several gaming, um, violin arrangements that she's posted on YouTube and stuff. Um, but yeah, she's gotten big, uh, within recent years. Um, and they did a, uh, a remix of their, of Switchfoot's song Voices. Um, so I will be adding that to the playlist. And so I hope you guys enjoy it and I hope they help you get your good morning on. All right. Thank you very much. Good, sir. Until next week, our joiners, we will be sharing part two of our two-part discussion between multiplayer gaming and defunct stores and restaurants of the past. So, not sure how those relate. Well, find out next week. 
when we have episode 75 and discover together. Alrighty then, Mark, Pat, and Ronnie J, along with you, our beloved friends and podcast family, go get your good morning this week, and may God bless and guide your lives as you live, as you work, and as you game. One, two, three, go!